The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, Paul's Pizza in Westchester, DiamondGhostCharters.com, HookandHuntTV.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, Run Lake Area Tourism at Visit renlake.com and enjoy renlake.com bizbait the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish that's bizbait.com don't forget for that true canadian experience go to visit sunsetcountry.com that's visit sunsetcountry.com <laughs> This is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Man, I'm excited. Did you feel that cool weather that we had midweek? Ooh, baby, what sleeping weather we had. Lake Michigan wasn't gonna, wasn't very nice to us, but we'll hear from Captain Tony to talk to us about that. Well, we hope we have a great show for you. First of all, on this week's show, we've got Captain Tony coming on to tell us what we should be doing on the water after the big blow we had middle of the week. I mean, 12 to 16-foot waves is a little bit rough if you ask me. I'm not going out there. Neither would Captain Tony. <laughs> okay. But uh, we'll hear from him, and then we're going to hear from Brecken Koblecki. He's a young angler who this summer crushed. He crushed the Minnesota Catch and Release Award for Northern Pike. You you won't believe the size of that fish. You need to go to Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors and see that fish. Oh, my goodness gracious. What a it's, – it's, it's a nuclear submarine. He's holding. <laughs> All right? And then – we're going to hear from Steve Edinger, the executive director of the Illinois Conservation Foundation. He'll be coming on to talk about the director's pheasant and quail hunt that takes place at the end of November on a Monday and Tuesday. It's a beautiful area of southern Illinois that time of the year. Uh, it's all done at the Wayne Fitzgerald State Park, where? That's on Ren Lake. Remember, enjoyrenlake.com. Can't go wrong with that. And they put out, there's no limit on pheasants or quail that we can hunt and take and harvest. Uh, we have a great time. They, If you're signing up through the foundation and stuff, you can get a room at the Drury Inn. There's lots of fun times, a huge banquet. Oh, my goodness gracious, the food is fantastic. They have a gun raffle that they're doing also. You can't go wrong with an event like this. And just make sure you come down there, but you have to go to listen to uh, Steve's interview and hear about how to sign up because you know what if you're not there you're not having fun <laughs> and then in our last uh, segment we're going to have uh, on the show the aiden fishing report and some other outdoor information about what's going on once again it's a fully packed show with a lot of fun and i just can't wait to get it all going for you oh my goodness yes but hey christmas in the air 
a little bit of colors they see in certain in the Illinois area starting to change. You've got them in Michigan somewhat, the Maples, northern Wisconsin. We're seeing some colors up there, so there's lots of beautiful activity going on. We don't want to pass any of that up. And uh, keep listening to Chauncey's Great Outdoors, and check us out at Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors to see any and all info about the great outdoors. Now let's hear from Captain Tony somewhere on the big pond. Tony, how are you? Hang on, Josh. Here comes a big one over the whole boat. Whoa, that was a big one. Holy moly. Holy crap, that was a big one. Uh, first of all, everybody, Captain Tony did not go out in those no, big not, ways. No, I'm not out there, Josh. It is ugly, and if you think you're going to try to get out in the next couple of days, you are mistaken. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be midweek. It's gonna be a little bit tough. But when we're looking at the weekend, I think think you know Saturday, Sunday might be pretty decent. Yeah, it looks really good for Saturday and Sunday. Everything's supposed to start dying down like midday Friday. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's no way. There's twelve footers, and I, you know, Mid Lake's showing you know twelve to fourteens, and they're all coming northeast at us, and it's like. You know, there's yeah. no way you can fish it. It's too big. It's not safe at all. So right. I wouldn't even attempt dragging my boat down there. I'm actually left the harbor and homebound. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, and once again, this is you know on Wednesday, Thursday during the middle of the week. But I mean, when looking at the weekend, how do you attack Lake Michigan for salmon and trout after it's been on a big such a blow? Doesn't that kind of like tear everything up? Well, the inshore gets muddy on this. You know up to probably about a couple miles offshore. Uh, it might push the fish towards us. It might stir up some bait. Uh, when we go out, we'll start looking for bait pods on the way out. Otherwise, I'm still going to do my same program, dumping at maybe 130, troll the 180. Uh, if nothing happens, just keep going So I find some bait. I might level out if I catch a couple fish in a certain level and do it north and south. If nothing happens, keep going to your destination. Mm. Yeah, and wh- how deep again were you going to start? Uh, I'm going to dump in after the storm. I'm going to look definitely at 130. If I don't see no bait, I'll probably keep going to 150 and dumping at 150 yeah. and do to 200 where I've been fishing. Now, these the fish that you're catching in that area, those are what we call silver, real clean fish. They're not the fish that are closer in that some guys have been popping in yeah, the Joaquin Harbor. See- yeah, we're not seeing no kings out there. I mean, we stuck a rainbow the other day, but that's a bonus. Mm-hmm. Uh, out there, we're basically, this time of year, we're fishing strictly lake trout. And if you catch a silver one, and time by time you get your uh, limit for lake trout, uh, it's a bonus. Mm. You know, We don't sit out there too long because that's what's migrating right now. Uh, I said we did take a 13-pound rainbow the other day, beautiful fish. Mm. Uh, but that was the only one we've seen, and that was right at the beginning. You know, and then trolling around for the rest of the time. We've never seen another silverfish. All we did was catch lake trout. Hmm? Lake but, trout. you know, you never know. You know, the big boys are out there somewhere. They're always swimming around. This might push them back towards us. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, definitely if, you know, you get a chance, you're in a kayak or a small boat, I would shoot across the mouth of the harbors, maybe Waukegan, maybe Racine, maybe Port Washington. Mm-hmm. But, you know... You gotta find out where they stock all these kings. This way, you can actually target them, and uh, basically, they're coming in to die. Yeah, and that's why they're a lot. If you see somebody or pictures of someone holding a king, and there's nothing wrong with the fish, no, but they're, they're real dark. dark. They're, they're they're dark. They're a bronzish color, you know, and right. uh, you know that means that they're they're getting into that cycle to come in to to spawn, to spawn and and to, to, and to roll over because in nature, 
the reason that these salmon uh, in a four-year cycle spawn and die is because so many of those streams that the actual Chinook and Coho, et cetera, out west that uh, fed into the ocean, they're so clean, there weren't, there's not a lot of nutrients in them. So, right, they're pristine and rip, got a lot of riprap, ideal yeah. for spawning. Yeah, and so the decomposing salmon wind up being nutrients for the fry when they spawn. Right. And that, right. That, that's why they do that. So it's kind of an interesting thing. Hey, Tony, I know we got a couple more weeks uh, before we uh, pull out. Uh, if somebody wants to get out for a midweek or a weekend, if you got one open, what do they do? Uh, I would call the office at area code 847-838-2037. Uh, visit me on the World Wide Web at www.diamondghostcharters.com. Sounds good to me, my friend. All right. All right, everyone be safe out there. Watch the weather. Don't take chances and be safe. And what do we yell on Diamond Ghost? Fish on. Get the rod, get the rod, get the rod. Get the rod. <laughs> All right, Tony, take care. You're listening to Chauncey. And Chauncey's great outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. If you fish and hunt in Illinois, you'll love Midwest Outdoors magazine. Right now, you can get a full year of Midwest Outdoors, 12 issues, for only $14.95. That's a $15 savings off the regular newsstand price. Whatever species you fish, whatever game you hunt, Midwest Outdoors experts will share their time-tested techniques and favorite spots with you. Each month, Midwest Outdoors has dozens and dozens of articles, reports, maps, and proven methods to help you enjoy the outdoors. Illinois residents receive a free state section focusing on fishing and hunting right here in Illinois. Pick up Midwest Outdoors at leading newsstands. Or to save $15 off the annual cover price, subscribe to Midwest Outdoors. You'll get 12 issues for only $14.95. Call now, 1-800-606-3474. That's 1-800-606-FISH. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577 and plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester has everything you love and more. Their new take-home meals from Paul's Market right there in the store where you can bring it home, heat it, and enjoy your choice of baked lasagna, eggplant, baked rigatoni with vodka sauce, sausage and basil sauce, and more. Or you can try one of Paul's new family meals that will feed four to six people hot Ready for the table from eggplant parmesan, ricotta, gnocchi, chicken parmesan with sides, and a dessert you can't go wrong. And while you're at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, pick up a sandwich along with your take-home heat-and-eat meal for that true comfort food feeling. Place an order for pickup or delivery by phone to 708-531-9080 and tell them Chauncey sent you. 
Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. One pike, two pike, three pike, four. Let's hit the lake again and catch some more. My name is Shatsawalski. And I'm DJ Sweeney. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. You can catch them in the lake. If you ever grab a hold of one, your hands are going to smell. Yeah, careful where you hold them. They're Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And, you know, I'm not even waiting for him to call me because I'm calling him because we have with us someone who caught a state record and first of all let's get him on the phone we have brecken koblecki on right yep brecken what did you do in minnesota this past summer i uh i was lucky enough to catch the minnesota northern pike state record wait 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 we're talking about an illinois guy caught the minnesota state record hmm? Hmm? oh yeah <laughs> First of all, tell tell everybody uh, you're 16 years old, right? Yep. You love going up to you said uh, what lake was that again? Basswood Lake. Basswood in Lake in Minnesota. Now let's let's get the date. You get out there, you know. You got to tell me the whole. How did you do this all? What was what was it? Cloudy, sunny? Were you trying to figure out what would to do? What what baits to run with? Or you know, this is we're not talking. You know, we're talking about. 46 and a quarter? Yep. That's a submarine, man. That's not a fish. <laughs> yeah, so basically, uh, the day before was June 18th, and it was super cloudy, super windy, and it was really stormy. Mm-hmm. So we were planning on just tracking the bait fish because we had a lot of good luck the couple days before. Mm-hmm. And I actually caught my uh, PB that day of 36, which was seems small now, but at the time it was huge. <laughs> Yeah, 36 is chump change now, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, as we were going through, on uh, on that next day, June 19th, nothing was really working, so we wanted to switch it up a bit. So it was our last day. We had about 10 minutes left trolling. We were about to just call it. And we just switched up our lures one last time. I put on a, uh, a giant flat stick, and we were trolling one of the deeper parts of the, uh, the back portion of the lake. And all of a sudden, that rod just, Thought it snapped in half or got snagged or something. It just went straight down. And then uh, next thing you know, we stopped the boat to reel it in, and there's, like, reeling in just a, a full tree. <laughs> quite the experience. You you thought you had the oak from the bottom of the lake, huh? Exactly. Oh, man. And so, you know, was it a a, a thud? Was it a, a, a rip the line, or was it just, like, it grabbed and sat there? It kind of grabbed it and just sat there. I guess we we did think we were snagged, so we stopped right away. And it's just, 
it fought for a little while, but after that, it was like bringing in a log, just super big. Mm-hmm. Now, who was in the boat with you? Um, it was me, our fishing guide, and then my buddy. Okay. And then it was his dad and his brother in the other boat. We were having a little competition out there. Oh, of course, of course. You have to have a little competition out there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say we won. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay, so you hooked this massive fish. At any point, did this fish say, I don't like this, and start giving you a fight? Yeah, quite a few times, mostly once we brought it up to the boat. So when we first saw the fish, it was like, it was ideal. We had all three treble hooks in it. And by the time it got to the boat, like right up so we could net it, mm-hmm. only one hook was left. It was thrashing a bunch. No. And we reached for the net, and it was, it was tangled for all the other rods. So it was like the worst possible situation. <laughs> and that, sh- that, fan- uh, that fish had like every chance to get away, but somehow he managed to land it, get it in the net, and it was, it was crazy. Oh. I mean, one time I was fishing in the uh, Upper Peninsula of Michigan, and I caught a pike. And I, like you did, not not as big as you. Trust me, it wasn't that big. But I, you know, I caught this bike. I got it to the boat. And it was so weird because it just came right up to the boat. And I'm like, this is a nice size fish. Why isn't it fighting me? So I grabbed the line. I picked the line up. You know, okay, no problem. As soon as the tail of that fish touched the bottom of the boat, it's like it woke up. Yeah. And the problem was there's tackle boxes, fishing rods, and us in the boat. <laughs> Yeah, there's not much space for a uh, a big pike to be flopping around yeah, on the ground. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I'm sitting here smiling, going, "Oh, I know what he was going through." <laughs> now, yeah, and sometimes it's it's like they want to give you slack, so they have just room to slash around. So we were trying to uh, and like shake that hook out. We were trying to keep as much slack as possible, like off of the fish. So we had at least could control the variables that we could and try not to lose the fish and. It, it ended up just being super lucky the way we got it. The odds were all in the fish's favor, but somehow we still landed it. Wow, that's that's just amazing. What what how what how heavy of gear were you working? Uh, we were using a relatively light Shimano trolling rod because mm-hmm. we weren't expecting to hook on with anything that big. But we had that, and then just like a uh, a cheaper like Okuma trolling reel. I think it was like a Magda thirty. Mm-hmm. So certainly wasn't like the nicest equipment, but that kind of goes to show it's not a not always about that. We still got her done. You still got her done. Um, once again, what kind of bait were you using? I was using a, uh, I think it's Storm, a giant flat stick. Oh, that's right. You did say flat stick. I apologize. Was anybody giving you advice? You know, fishermen are good for giving advice to other fishermen. You yeah. know, like, <laughs> no, don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Were you getting advice from everybody in the boat and the boat next to you? I mean, our guides are extremely helpful. I highly recommend Ely Fishing Guides. Oh, good. And our guide was uh, Cam Nedgley. Highly recommend him if you're looking for a, a good guide up in northern Minnesota. But really, when we saw that fish, we were all just dumbfounded. Like, no one expected, one, for it to be a fish, and two, for it to be a 46 and a quarter inch northern pike. It was just surreal. Brecken? I, I just want you to know, I say the same thing to a, a kid who, uh, you know, I'm, you're not a kid, but I'm a, 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 the first, someone going, you get a 11, 12-year-old uh, person going out deer hunting for the first time, and the first buck they shoot is like a 14-pointer. And I always say, yeah. 
it ain't going to happen for a long time again. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you you got your one ooh, baby fish, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but oh my gosh, I mean, it's just the massiveness of this fish, and you could see a picture of this on my Facebook page, uh, Chauncey's Great Outdoors, because I put the pictures of our, my guests on there, and you could see that this thing is just, it's like a torpedo. It's got, the head on it is massive. Yeah, and I wish we got a, uh, a girth measurement, but the fish is freaking out a lot, and we're just trying to get it back in the water, but we estimated about 25 inches, so not only was it like the longest fish we've ever seen, it was just so fat. It was amazing. Okay. Uh, let me give you a little uh, piece of advice. Now, it's not exact. It's not exact, Brecken. But in your left hand, you're holding underneath the fish. Yeah. Measure your hand from the left side of your hand where your index finger is to the right side of your pinky. Okay? Okay. And then take that measurement on that photo and you can get at least half of that fish, and you could get, not exactly, but you can get a good idea of how round that fish is. I am just shocked at the size, the length of this thing. I mean, the, the, yeah, head, I'm, the head is just huge. Yeah, I'm a bass fisherman, too, so in order to catch, like, a fish that big and bring it up, and it was just, it was crazy. That's amazing. That is truly amazing. And the color on it, I sure hope somebody in your family at Christmas is thinking about a, a replica fish for you. Yeah, me too. <laughs> a little out of my uh, my price range, but hopefully someone will help me out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, somebody in the family. Hint, hint, wink, wink, mom, dad, aunt, uncles, everybody in the family kick in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because that is just a marvelous, unbelievable fish that you caught. Um, I mean... After you caught it, what happened? You, you have, Obviously, I know you released it because it was a catch-and-release, uh, you know, record northern that you caught. Well, we had, because uh, in order to get to Basswood Lake, you go through the port, mm-hmm. which closes at 5, and we hooked on the fish at, like, 4.50. So we were kind of scrambling. And so, uh, like, right after uh, Cam, he had to call the, uh, the woman who works the port and have her stay a little later because there was no way we were going to make it back in time but mm-hmm. we were rushing a little bit but as soon as it went back in the water and swam away we were just we were so excited but we were all kind of just so shocked at the same time of what just happened oh. and it's the last day too the last few minutes the last fish that was caught was the uh, Minnesota state record the last day the last few minutes sunsets coming down the road you know, the bait's in the water. You're saying, well, you know, we've got to be done here and rolling up to get to the port. And bada-bing, bada-boom, your life has changed. Oh, yeah. So, I mean... I'll never forget this one. That's oh, no. For, for the rest of your life, you're never going to forget that one. And you know what? I would have loved to have been in the boat just to watch you to the adrenaline crash after the fish went back into the lake and you're, you know, going back to the port there. And just, it was like... Uh, just watching your your whole your demeanor, your face, your you're like, oh my god, what did I just do? What exactly. did I? That, it was it was like it was so surprising, and it actually just happened. And the the boat ride back, I was just I was shaking with excitement, like I couldn't handle it. Did you sleep at night or no? No, of course <laughs> not. This is what I love talking when I when I talk to a fisherman like you. Just the pure, you know. 
I wasn't there, but I'm feeling all the excitement you were by you telling the story. It's just, it's a marvelous thing to see that. And, and I want everybody to go on the Facebook page of, uh, you know, Troncy's Great Outdoors uh, and, you know, see this massive. Uh, and you know what? When I look at this fish, uh, Brecken, is the fins are all beautiful, nice. There isn't a mark on this fish. I mean, this Which is, is like, amazing for its size, too. Like, you'd think there'd be some. Battles. damage on there throughout the years, but it was just beautiful. Yeah, battle scars. Not one battle scar. I, I will say you are gutsier than me. I don't know if I'd put my hand by the mouth of that fish. <laughs> <you know? laughs> but, oh, God. Congratulations, my friend. You you did it. You done good, as they say in parts of Chicago. You done good, you know? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Oh, God. So, w- what's your next adventure to go fishing? Bluegills? <laughs> Exactly, yeah. There's only way. There's only one way to go from there. So. <laughs> Brecken, uh, once again, everybody, we're talking with Brecken Koblecki uh, from uh, Geneva, Illinois area, who caught a 46 and a quarter inch northern pike in Minnesota uh, from Basswood Lake, which is the state catch and release record. How much did you smoke the other one by? Uh, it was just over an inch. Just over an inch? Yeah. It's going to take a long time to get, beat your record. <laughs> Hopefully, Brecken. Once again, thank you so much for for coming on the show this afternoon, today rather. Thank you for having me. And uh, keep up the good work. And you know what? If you catch another good one, give me a call back. Okay. Will do. Have a good one. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Steven. Who said that? Me, down here. Oh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom, come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Waterworks has been through this pandemic for everyone who owns a boat or dreams of buying a new boat. Waterworks wants to make your dream of owning a 2022 Lund or Low boat powered by your Mercury outboard this year. Waterworks is taking deposits now for the 2022 London Low Boats with a Mercury outboard motor to be ready for that fall fishing trip. But if you have a boat you're not using or want to sell or maybe trade in, Let Waterworks give you a price no one can match. Waterworks will hold your special Waterworks price on these new models and give you all those special price incentives way before any boat show and guarantee to hold that price today with a deposit made today. So stop in now and make a deposit on your 2022 Lund or Low for that fall fishing trip with a new Mercury outboard at a price no one can match. Go to waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700. If you fish and hunt in Illinois, you'll love Midwest Outdoors magazine. Right now, you can get a full year of Midwest Outdoors, 12 issues, for only $14.95. That's a $15 savings off the regular newsstand price. Whatever species you fish, whatever game you hunt, Midwest Outdoors experts will share their time-tested techniques and favorite spots with you. 
Each month, Midwest Outdoors has dozens and dozens of articles, reports, maps, and proven methods to help you enjoy the outdoors. Illinois residents receive a free state section focusing on fishing and hunting right here in Illinois. Pick up Midwest Outdoors at leading newsstands. Or to save $15 off the annual cover price, subscribe to Midwest Outdoors. You'll get 12 issues for only $14.95. Call now, 1-800-606-3474. That's 1-800-606-FISH. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by diamondghostcharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell, fish on! Well, let me tell you a story about a little fella. This is Kevin Van Dam, and you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Yeah, the bluegill boogie. Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors, and oh, the phone is ringing! Let's see who's on the phone. Oh, everyone, I want you to say good morning to Steve Edinger, who's the executive director of my favorite Illinois Conservation Foundation, the ILCF. Buddy, how are you, Steve? Doing well, Chauncey. Thanks for having me on. Oh, I'm. I'm. Ex- First of all, I'm excited that you're on. I'm excited that uh, the Conservation Foundation is on a looks like on a solid ground with solid people going forward, finding things to do. But the reason uh, I wanted you to call in and talk to us is because of the. If you like to pheasant and quail hunt, <laughs> there is nothing more fun. Then what event that's coming up next in, in November? That's right. We have our, uh, our, one of our two major fundraisers for the year. is called the Director's Hunt, and it is a pheasant and quail hunt. It's over two days in southern Illinois at Wayne Fitzgerald State Park, which is situated right on the shores of Wren Lake, which is a just absolutely beautiful area. Um, we provide a couple days of hunting. We, we give you a dog handler and a, a guide. Uh, out in the field, we put four people in a field. There's tons of birds out there for everybody to shoot. Um, at night, we have a, a big fundraising banquet where we auction off guns and hunts and, and other equipment and, and stuff. And we, all in all, we just have a great time. You're being kind. It's not a great time. It's a fantastic time. I, I have done this event a number of years, and 
the first time I went down there, I was like, oh my gosh, this. I was fed too well. I had, you know, at that time we used to do housing also. I had great rooms. I was fed too well. I had unbelievable hand, dog handlers that we were given uh to come out, and, you know, you give a little bit to the, hey, the dog handlers are doing it for free, so give them some money to feed the dog a little bit, all right? It's nothing wrong with that. And then we went out, and we just shot pheasants and quail and everything, and it's not like, oh, we shot two pheasants. No, 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 no. You keep pulling a trigger, right? <laughs> That's right. We, uh, we we hold the event on, a, on Monday and Tuesday, which... The um, controlled peasant hunting program for the state doesn't isn't open on Mondays and Tuesdays, so we get authorization from the state to go ahead and do this event on those days. So we're not kicking anybody else out, mm-hmm. and we have authorization to uh, you know to shoot and take as as many as you like. And the way it works, I mean, I can I can go over the day with you real quick. Is, yeah, you know, you get there uh, a little before lunch to register and check in on Monday. Uh, we have lunch brought in by 17th Street Barbecue, which mm. is which is a pretty famous barbecue joint. Um, if you've never heard of it, um, they bring in lunch for us. We get everybody registered. We do a little safety talk. You go out and hunt all afternoon uh, with your team and your dog and your and your guide, and then come back. We have the uh, we have rooms. We have a block of rooms reserved at the Drury Inn in Mount Vernon. Um, that's where we stay overnight. Um, there's a there's a cocktail hour at the Elks Lodge, which is where we do dinner. Uh, in the past, we've always done, you know, a really, really nice dinner there, um, and we plan to do that again. And then as as dinner progresses, that's when we go into the banquet and auction and, and all that kind of stuff. And then the next, and, and while you're doing all of that, we have people clean your birds for you. And so the next morning when you wake up, they're in a freezer outside the hotel, and you come by, pick up your bag of birds. And the second day of hunting is, is totally up to you if you want to participate, you're welcome to come back out to the park. We've got the guides and the dogs still. You come out there about nine o'clock, hunt till noon, and then we call it a day. Oh, it is so much fun! And even if 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 you can get a group of people together that you're friends, uh, a team of four is like uh, I think it's the total price is like thirteen hundred bucks. And thirteen hundred right now. We've got early bird pricing going on until ooh. November first. So. So right now you get a hundred dollar discount on your team, or if you want to register as an individual, you get a twenty five dollar discount. That goes through November first, mm-hmm. and re- registration for that can be found on our website, which is ilconservation.org. Right, and that includes I mean, that includes your um, your hotel rooms and uh, the guided hunt and and everything. Right, that includes for a team of four, you get two hotel rooms. Mm-hmm. You get the two hunts both days with your, with your guide and dog included. You get lunch and banquet dinner on Monday, breakfast at the hotel on Tuesday, birds cleaned for you, and everything. I mean, that includes everything. And then for those who who just want to come to the dinner, we have an option for that, too. Banquet only, $50, or if you're a couple, $75. We do have a lot of people that show up just for that mm-hmm. because it really is just a really good time. Yeah. Now, in the past... Um Let's say my buddy was better at shooting pheasants than me, which he isn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we we love this argument, and um, yeah. So you know, if you know, if he shot a bunch of birds, and I shot only a couple of birds, what happens is when you clean the birds and stuff, you're putting them in packages, so this way everyone can take something home. Yep, everyone's taking birds home. We don't we don't worry too much about who shot how many and all that. We it's it's frankly it's just 
easier logistically on us to just package up a number of birds mm-hmm. in a bag and you take some pheasant, you take some quail, and you got those home for your freezer. Yeah. And uh, I, I just, you know, like I said, I, I can't tell you how much. It, it's such a great time in the camaraderie and the mixing of people. And, you know, you get the directors down there. Sometimes there's a few local politicians down there. It's always nice to press the flesh. But you get to meet people like Steve and other Conservation Foundation people. And then, you know, uh, Pheasants Forever, the national organization, is down there for this, too. Because uh, I think they're one of your sponsors for the event. But this is just it's so much fun. And like I said, you get out there, you have fun. You, one year we're out there, you know, working the fields. And literally I saw the dog run into one of those hedgerows. And I was like, Oh God, he's got a, a bird in that hedgerow. And it, it was a quail. I knew that he, the quail comes out of the hedgerow with the dog right behind him. He makes the bird makes a hard right. And I'm standing there a few feet away. And I, I'm not going to, shoot the bird because I'm too close, obviously, and, you know, but all I did was take off my hat, hold it to the left side of my body, and the bird flew into my hat, and I went, oh, hi there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, we get a lot of good stories, and, you know, it's a perfect opportunity to grab a few friends and go hunting, honestly. I mean, this, you know, when we priced out this event, we looked at what it would cost to do this at pretty much any private location and we're pretty competitive with what they're offering only mm-hmm. at, at the same time we offer the banquet dinner along with it you know and and everything is included we tried to make it as all inclusive as possible um in the past we provided uh steel shot shells uh we're not really able to do that this year because it's just difficult to locate a large quantity of those mm-hmm. at once so people are going to have to bring their own steel shot this year but uh, other than that, um, you can pretty much just show up with your own equipment, and everything else is provided for you. Oh. So, um, you know, we get it, we get people can request a field in advance if they want, if they're mm-hmm. familiar with it. We have a really high rate of return for the people who have come in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, we just announced this event, um, you know, a couple weeks ago. I think we've already got eight teams signed up again, and every one of them has been to the event before. Mm. Um, so that tells you people are having a good time; they're having success. You know, they want to come back. And like you said earlier, we have we have representatives from lots of different conservation organizations around the state. Mm-hmm. Um, the director herself will be there. She likes to go and, and talk with everybody at the banquet. She'll be at lunch and walking around the field talking to people. You know, it's just all in all a great time. Yeah, it is. Hey, now, talk to me about this uh, gun raffle. You, got, you perked my interest. Yeah, so... Just yesterday, we put out uh, an email to our list, and this this has actually been running now for about two weeks as well. Um, we're doing a five-gun raffle. They're all shotguns. These were guns that ICF actually raffled off once previously back in the early 2000s. They're five different shotguns um, that were raffled off at our annual gala fundraiser. The same person bought them all five years in a row, and that person this year donated them back to us and said, look, I've never shot these. They've never even really been taken out of the box. He's like, you guys can have these back and, you know, do whatever you can to, to try to make a little money with these. And so right now, for a $50 ticket, you have a chance to win all five of these shotguns. They've never been used. Some of the models are discontinued. Um, we put it out there yesterday. The drawing for these guns will be at the director's hunt. You don't have to be present to win, so if you'd like to participate... You can go to our website, ilconservation.org. You'll see the link right on the main page to click on to buy a ticket. 
$50 per chance. We're only selling 500 tickets. And I think as of yesterday, we've already sold about 200 of them. <laughs> so, and we still got a, and we still got a couple months to go. So, mm-hmm. If you're going to want a raffle ticket, you're probably going to get it soon. Well, yeah, you, and there we're talking a Remington 1187 Premier LC 12-gauge, an 1100 Sporting Remington 12-gauge, an 1187 Upland Special 12-gauge, uh, an 870 Magnum 12-gauge. That's a duck hunt one if you've ever seen one. Uh, a Remington 870 Magnum uh, 12-gauge. I mean, these are great guns. Yeah, I mean, we we estimated the total value of these five guns to be over six thousand dollars. So, you know, for for a fifty dollar raffle ticket, you could potentially win six thousand dollars worth of value. And you know, this is sort of a once in a in a lifetime deal. I mean, we're not going to have this again, that's for sure. So, yeah, you know, fifty bucks is is all it costs to get in, and um, you know, all the money that we raise from both the raffle and the hunt, you know, come to the Illinois Conservation Foundation where we support you know, youth conservation education and recruitment in the outdoors. Mm. That's, that's our goal is to get more people out there, more people hunting, fishing, experiencing the outdoors like we all love to do. Can't go wrong with that. So what you need to do, everybody, remember this, okay? You need to go to the uh, Illinois Conservation website, which is, Steve? ilconservation.org. ilconservation.org. You can sign up, click on the banner for the director's hunt, sign up, get a... Get, Trust me, you're going to come back and tell me how much fun you had. You're going to tell me how much fun you had. And while you're doing this, don't wait. Get that $50 raffle ticket because there's going to be none left in another week or two. <laughs> I can tell you that one. They're selling very quickly, I can tell you that. Yeah, But once again, the Illinois Conservation Foundation, um, I remember the very first day it started when, and I was uh, helping the Illinois Department of Natural Resource with it. You know, it's meant to help get more kids, people who've never enjoyed the sport of hunting and the great outdoors. And it's, it's not just hunting. It's the outdoors. Learn, get the, your family and friends more into the outdoors. And uh, it just happens to be talking about shooting pheasant and quail, which is looks real pretty on my Weber grill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steve, thank you so much for calling in. Okay. Yeah, thanks for having me. Oh, and once again, everybody, for more information, is there a phone number if somebody wanted to call to get talk to somebody about any of this? Sure. It is uh, call our office in Springfield, 217-785-2003. Yeah. Otherwise, just go to ilconservation.org and see all the neat things, and you can learn about how they're preserving the outdoor heritage, uh, working in state parks, restoring wildlife and habitat, building conservation legacies with kids, and and it's just uh, something that really, you get involved with this, people, and not just get involved with Senate. Yeah, Senate check, Senate check, I'm not done saying, but get involved in it with your hands, and you'll have a great time doing it, okay? Thanks much, Steve. Thank you. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Okay, forest animals, kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. River, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Uh, He's late every morning. Okay. Squirrel! The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council.
Waterworks has been through this pandemic for everyone who owns a boat or dreams of buying a new boat. Waterworks wants to make your dream of owning a 2022 Lund or Low boat powered by your Mercury outboard this year. Waterworks is taking deposits now for the 2022 London Low Boats with a Mercury outboard motor to be ready for that fall fishing trip. But if you have a boat you're not using or want to sell or maybe trade in, let Waterworks give you a price no one can match. Waterworks will hold your special Waterworks price on these new models and give you all those special price incentives way before any boat show and guarantee to hold that price today with a deposit made today. So stop in now and make a deposit on your 2022 Lund or Low for that fall fishing trip with a new Mercury outboard at a price no one can match. Go to waterworks.com or call them at 708-798-9700. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester has everything you love and more. Their new take-home meals from Paul's Market right there in the store where you can bring it home, heat it, and enjoy your choice of baked lasagna, eggplant, baked rigatoni with vodka sauce, sausage and basil sauce, and more. Or you can try one of Paul's new family meals that will feed four to six people hot Ready for the table from eggplant parmesan, ricotta, gnocchi, chicken parmesan with sides, and a dessert you can't go wrong. And while you're at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, pick up a sandwich along with your take-home heat-and-eat meal for that true comfort food feeling. Place an order for pickup or delivery by phone to 708-531-9080 and tell them Chauncey sent you. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, Fish on! You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, Paul's Pizza in Westchester, DiamondGhostCharters.com, 
HookandHuntTV.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, Run Lake Area Tourism at VisitRunLake.com and EnjoyRunLake.com, BizBait, the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish. That's BizBait.com. Don't forget for that true Canadian experience, go to VisitSunsetCountry.com. That's Visit sunsetcountry.com <laughs> segment is brought to you by waterworks waterworks boat sales at 18660 south cicero avenue in country club hills 708-798-9700 now take down your fishing pole and meet me at the fishing hole we may not get a bite all day but don't you rush away what a great place to rest your bones and mighty fine for skipping stones. You feel fresh as a lemonade setting in the shade. Whether it's hot, whether it's cool, oh, what a spot for whistling like a fool. What a fine day to take a stroll and wander vision hole like a thing. Welcome back, everybody, to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And you know what? It's it's going to be a beautiful day. I mean, we had some Wednesday and Thursday were not really good anywhere in the Midwest. But, you know, it's looking really good right now for uh, today and tomorrow and maybe beginning of next week. So I'm pretty excited about that. But uh, we, we need to talk a little bit about uh, the Aiden Fishing Report. I forgot to read it. Actually, he called me up and told me, Grandpa, I listened to the show. You didn't read my report. So I have to make sure I read it first, okay? This is the Aiden Fishing Report, sponsored by our friends at Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Aiden is my grandson, who is uh, 11 years old now, so that's pretty cool. Um, here we go. Papa, football and hockey have kept me really busy, but Dad and I did get out on a couple of inland lakes, and we found the bass were slow, but pike and bluegill were hungry. Dad caught a really nice pike, and I caught four he called hammer handles. They just look like little pike to me. I don't know what a hammer handle is. Kid, you got to learn how to pick up a hammer. Oh. <laughs> but Allison's parents went to the St. Joe River, and before the big wind started and, and the waves, and they caught a few perch in 60 to 70 feet of water, but everybody on the pier said they didn't catch anything. Everyone is now waiting for this weekend when the waves are going to calm down on Lake Michigan. Roger and his dad went out for salmon and trout out of Muskegon before the waves blew, but they said it was starting to get a little bit rougher, so they came in because they wanted to be safe. I'm going to have to go. We're going out today to see if there are any salmon in the Grand River in Grand Rapids. I'll have a report for you from your fishing magician, Aiden. Please read my report. Don't forget. <laughs> Kid's going to bust my chops. And once again, our fishing report from Aiden is sponsored by our friends at Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Let's talk about some other outdoor news. The Illinois Department of Natural Resources announced that it is now accepting applications for the 2021 waterfowl and upland game hunting opportunities this fall on private land through the Illinois Recreational Program called IRAP. 
We've had uh, some people from IRAP on before. We're going to have to get them on again to get uh, so you have a better understanding how that whole program works where people who own land, and 97% of Illinois is privately owned, you're able to go and hunt on their property and enjoy the great outdoors. No charge, no fee. It's just, it's a great program. IRAP, I-R-A-P. If you want more information, go to the Illinois DNR website and just type in IRAP and get signed up for the new, for the program for this year for waterfowl and upland hunting. You know, this weekend is uh, two things. We have National Hunting and Fishing Day, which is uh, today, the 25th, and the 25th and 26th is Open Lands Day. And, uh, National Hunting and Fishing Days was actually established in 1972, and it celebrates and recognizes hunters and anglers for their immense contributions to fish, wildlife, conservation, and everything else, and just getting out in the outdoors. Uh, just alone, Michigan has, what, 670,000 hunters and 1.2 million anglers who annually enjoy the fishing and hunting in the state, and that's just not Michiganders, it's Michigan, Indiana, you know, Illinois people that go there, and there's like 11,000 inland lakes there and thousands of miles of rivers and streams, and man, there's 3,300 miles of Great Lakes shoreline on the state of Michigan, so they really benefit a lot from uh, the great outdoors, as other states do. Uh, And as a matter of fact, just the state of Michigan alone, ready for this? 11.2 billion, not million, billion dollars is generated by hunting and fishing and 171,000 jobs. That is truly amazing. Amazing. But with National Hunting and Fishing Days and Open Lands uh, Weekend here, you've got programs in Indiana, programs in um, Ohio, in Wisconsin, many states. Well, Minnesota has a bunch of programs going on, and we want you to get out. And if you're listening to the show, go onto the web and check out all of these sites and see how much fun you can have celebrating what Congress wants us to go out and celebrate. Something they did right. (laughs) They created National Hunting and Fishing Day. Gotta love them. Okay, let's talk about some fishing. Okay, uh, Lake Michigan, Chicago, uh, the the storms midweek have really churned up that lake. It's not going to be until today for action to get a little bit better. Some of the people in the harbors are fishing late at night, and they're picking up some fish. Uh, and early morning glow-in-the-dark spoons are what you, some of your better options if you're going to try. Captain Tony, as you heard him on the beginning of the show, he's going to be going out this morning, and he's going to be checking out some spots, and he's going to be starting probably out in 120 feet of water. In northwest Indiana, winds and waves shut it all down, but we're looking for some action to pick up definitely today as Lake Michigan just settles down and looks pretty. Cook County Forest Preserve, small bass and medium roaches under a bobber have been picking up those bass. Uh, Maple Lake, bluegill, and small bass from the shoreline are good spots to try. Tampere Lake, two and a half to three feet under a bobber, nice golden roach, good thing to go with. Nightcrawlers uh, will get you some nice, uh, good-tasting bullheads. Can't pass that one up. Our friends down at Wren Lake at enjoywrenlake.com. White bass are still doing well on inline spinners, slab spoons, and the white color. Uh, You're still working off the 154 road, uh, rocks, the bridge area, any place like that. Shallow bays near brush and cover, they're getting some of those white bass in there too. Crappie are only fair though. And catfish, when I say catfish are fair, instead of catching five, you're going to catch three. Okay, that's what I mean by fair. And they're in about 12, uh, 12 to 10 feet of water, and you can see that action there too. 
Uh, Chain of Lakes up in Lake County. Catfish are good on stink, live bait, cut bait, and night crawlers. Almost pretty much anything you put out there. I'm going to try a chunk of pola sausage here, a really good garlicky one. I'm gonna, I think that might get me a nice catfish. Uh, mini mites uh, in green or chartreuse or white are my hot baits for a minute crappy right now. Start looking at some of those back channels that are holding water. You could do quite well. Chicago River. My buddies that are in a boat say stick around those bridge pilings for bluegill and small bass. And as always, McDonald's French fries and night crawlers for the uh, carp is a good thing to try this time of the year. Fox River smallmouth action is picked up with the cooler nights. Let's not pass that up. And uh, Lake Delavan in Wisconsin, largemouth bass on those weed lines, mm -mm -mm, 10 to 15 feet down. Pike action is on the upswing with the cooler nights, but walleye, they need to improve a little bit. I don't know where they're hiding. And Wolf River in Fremont, middle of the week, too tough to fish. Winds wane. I mean, they had whitecaps on the river, okay? <laughs> but the river's settling down. It's going to be a good weekend, I think, on the, the Wolf River there. So let's check out all that information. I mean, this is National Hunting and Fishing Weekend and also Open Lands Weekend here in the United States. Let's get out. Let's enjoy it. Let's be part of the great outdoors because it's very important for us to enjoy it and most of all to pass it on to our children's children. Well, flute is playing, so I must be ending the show, and i like to leave you with the Native American proverb that kind of goes along with that. This is from the Onondaga Nation. It says, Nature is the storehouse of potential life of future generations and is sacred. Nature is the storehouse of potential life of future generations and is sacred. How very true. Please remember, we don't own the woods, the rain, the storm, the fish we catch, the birds we're shooting, the pheasants we're chasing, and the mushrooms we're picking. <laughs> we're really borrowing it all from our children's children's children. Remember that. Because what we have, we need to pass on to them in better condition than we got it. We'll see you next week right here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors.